Okay, I guess... Uh, Excited poop and then start. I don't know if I have to go. It's just like, maybe. It's there. I already took mine, so I'm good. <laughs> Like, maybe in a little. I don't want to have to pause randomly, but we might have to. Let it flow where it flows. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping all of this in. (laughs) I forgot we still have to do the intro. Yeah, I was literally about 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 to just tell my story. What's up, dudes? Welcome back to the Red Rum and Red Wine podcast, the podcast where we talk about murder, mystery, mishaps, and our poop stories. My name is Kristen. <laughs> hey, it's Sarah. Oh, can you tell that we're excited? Because our stomachs can. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's basically almost Halloween weekend. Oh. Kristen is making a special appearance in New Mexico. Yes, they can't wait. And I, we're basically just so excited. So, uh, 24 hours. I know. And like, literally, <laughs> in two hours of your time, I'll be there. By I know. <laughs> we'll be there at 401 Sharp. Yeah. <laughs> Future me is on a plane, sh- wasted. this is gonna be like remember oh my god so embarrassing remember when we went to houston but we took the mega bus (laughs) so and so we used it as an excuse to drink a whole slap the bag kind of wine bag we literally put a bag of wine in our tote bag and got front row seats with the huge window view up top yeah, the little double-decker bus, drank the whole thing, proceeded to, one, spill it everywhere, <laughs> and maybe fall down the stairs. And two, fall off the bus oh, while... That's why they, they literally made that role to not drink alcohol on the bus, uh, because <laughs> of that. Uh, so, hmm. You know, I woke up from my drunk nap with bruises and scrapes. <laughs> All we had done was took my the bus. <laughs> it took me a second to yeah, uh, keep uh, bubble that memory up to the surface. It took a second. Oh man! Mm. But hey, that's why you don't drink and drive. <laughs> you drink in mega bus. <laughs> Drinking rad, baby. Uh, oh, God. All right. I'm done being the worst person in the world. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, no. What are we drinking today? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Well, I uh, do have a white claw next to me mm. for today. I didn't know if I was going to drink or not, but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a white claw. I'm so excited. I'm. You know what? I need one. I am drinking Coke Zero because I have class in like three hours and I can't, unfortunately, show up drunk as much as I would love to. (laughs) I'll be somewhat responsible, you know? 
Yes. So today I will be talking about something a little spooky. Um, a little interesting, mysterious. Uh, so today I will be talking about Lake Lanier. I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Maybe I should Lanier? look it up. Lanier? L-A-N-I-E-R. I think it's Lanier. Lanier? Hold on. Lanier. Pause. Uh. Who do you think is saying it right? Me. <laughs> Me. How do you say? Oh, there were dead bodies when I Googled it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to I'm not trying to do that. Okay. How to say Ah Lake Lanier, I'm right, bitch. Linear? Lake Lanier. Linear. Okay. Linear. I'll take Linear. it. I'll I'll take it's, the L. It's like that. Lanier. Lanier. Lake Lanier. Lanier. Oh. I thought you said linear. I was like, no. no, 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 linear. I also do not know how to talk, but can I'm just gonna bask in the moment that I actually, I'm I may not have said it right, but the pronunciation was right in my head. I'm just, I'm basking. yeah, I'm proud of you. I just, I look at words and sometimes I try and take it too literal. Yes, I also do that. Mm-hmm. Last episode, <laughs> big, <laughs> big example. <laughs> Ooh, so I'm excited. I honestly, um, lake hauntings are not my my forte. I don't know a lot about them. So you, you're going to scare the shit out of me. Yay. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know a lot about Lake Lanier uh, before some of my research and coming across it. And it's pretty crazy, dude. And obviously Ooh. it all begins with... The history of a spooky place. Like it is being so so historical lately. I know. Uh, So I will start off just, you know, with a little bit about the lake in general and how it came to be and stuff. So Mm -hmm. it's a reservoir reservoir located Mm -hmm. in Georgia's Blue Ridge Mountains, about an hour drive north of Atlanta. It is the largest lake in Georgia, but also the deadliest that's probably why I know how to say it, because it's right there, but I didn't know it was right there. Yeah. I spent a lot of my summers in that area. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. It is named after a poet, musician, and Confederate private, Sidney Lanier. Oh. Uh, Lake Lanier is known for its aqua blue water, breathtaking scenery, and recreational activities. Um, the shoreline runs about 690 miles and I, th- I meant to put like the square footage in there. It's, um, you know, whatever thousands big, it's big. <laughs> it's, a, it's the largest lake in Georgia. So, uh, it contains about 76 recreational areas, 10 marinas, 40 core operated parks and campgrounds and, um, the lake Lanier Islands. So I guess mm. it just has cool island type things. So that is pretty big. That's a lot bigger than what I was imagining, actually. Yeah. Damn. Okay. The lake gets millions of vis- visitors um, every year. And I saw, you know, really drastically different numbers in sources. You know, one would say 7 million, one would say 11 million. So 
whatever. It's it's still a lot. So millions of visitors every year, despite its sinister reputation. Uh, Lake Lanier has an interesting conception. So as I mentioned, it's a reservoir. Um, it has a dam, you know, it, it was man-built in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. It was built to provide hydroelectricity, water, and recreation opp- opportunities to residents of surrounding areas. And also to control flooding in the Chattahoochee River, which is mm-hmm. there. <laughs> Coming up Next there to it. from the Chattahoochee. <laughs> I don't think that's how that goes, but it reminded me of. Um, but the thing is, Lake Lanier was built on top of the town Oscarville, oh, oh. and um, basically stretches over a few counties, or what used to be a few counties. Why aren't they counties anymore? Are you? Uh, so the area was inhabited by about 700 families who were forced off their land by the government to build this lake so they just like chose an area did they at least pay them money yeah so it was a little the area is a little foggy Yes, because money was offered to them, to families, to business owners, uh, not, you know, only for their land, but for um, just compensation for businesses as well. But many families had been there generations, and they were being, whether or not they were getting money, they were being forced regardless, and that, you know, kind of thing is priceless where your your, family's been there generations. Yeah. Uh, There were farms, churches, mills, businesses, and cemeteries that were uh, either left or some businesses, some buildings did get relocated. They kind of moved what they could, but... Well, you can't ask the dead if it's okay if they just you just up and build a lake over their fucking graves. Yeah, and I will um, get to that a little bit in a second, but... (laughs) Uh, Many roads, bridges, and even the old speedway were left behind. So it was like a racetrack thingy. There was a bad drought in 2007, and apparently you could see some of the old stadium seating from the speedway because it was breaching the water surface. That's creepy. Yeah, because it was all like cement stadium seating. so. So when like... I guess when the lake is full, do a lot of people, like, go scuba diving? I, that's what I would do. Yes. I wouldn't, but, oh, oh, I don't know why, like, that just freaks me out. Water is another place where, like, if you are too deep in, I don't have any control if my a ghost mess with my equipment. Like, uh, water, yes. air, oh. not my, uh, no. I know, and I will definitely touch on oh, some scuba diving stories God. later. This is probably why I don't <laughs> get into lake hauntings because. I, like, this is, like, why I wish I scuba dived because how fucking cool I went in to... a guy's pool one time because <laughs> his mom was, like, an instructor and obviously I'm not going to say no to going scuba diving. And right. it was honestly, like, when I f- see how scuba diving was, I was really nervous to try it. But once you do it, breathing is not as hard as I imagined it to be. But 
also just like working all that equipment makes me really nervous because everything just seems to go wrong with me and I feel like I would definitely make some stupid mistake and like read my gauge wrong or like then when you get into certain depths you have to think about the bends and I'm just like no 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 yeah math a lot of factors could come into play yep and a lot of them are uh could be unpredictable and And out of of your control control. nope 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 don't like that (laughs) don't like that I like to be in control an estimated 20 cemeteries were disturbed in the lake's creation process. Up a row. <laughs> Bodies were carefully displaced to other cemeteries in an organized fashion. But if the Corps couldn't get permission from families uh, to do that, then graves were left untouched. You know, because there would be unmarked graves mm-hmm. or if there is like no remaining family of a marked grave... Then they just kind of left them. And when I say core, it's like the core of engineers that were kind of in charge of the dismantling of this town, dismantling and then building <laughs> of the lake. Yeah. Uh, and so another piece of interesting history about that land before it was, you know, Oscarville and stuff. The lake's western side was once Forsyth County, uh, which used to be part of the Cherokee Nation. So, as we know, uh, back in the 1800s, around the 1830s, the government expelled most of the Cherokee members from their land. And um, it would then become, like that area would then become part of the southeastern part of the Trail of Tears. So just a lot of kind of uh, history attached to it. It also has the, you know, land in that area has a racist past, just mm-hmm. adding to its tragic history. Mm-hmm. A lot uh, of until, bad juju right there. Yeah, it's just adding up. <laughs> so yeah. it's until like you're 19... just asking, sorry, bro. So sorry. Yeah. In that no, for real. Until 1912, um... The Forsyth County was, I want to say it was predominantly um, populated by black people. You know, it was for that, I guess, smaller area. They gave a number of the amount of black people, basically. It said uh, 1,100 black people owned businesses and land, you know, farms and stuff in Forsyth County. Until about 1912, uh, Forsyth County was predominantly populated uh, by the, you know, black community, black people. It seemed to be, uh, you know, like after slavery was abolished, they owned businesses, land and farms. They were kind of thriving, doing their own thing Mm -hmm. until more racial conflict emerged. Uh, Of course. Of course. So there were, there was an instance where a white woman was raped and murdered, and she was found on the banks of the Chattahoochee River, um, kind of like right outside Oscarville or what would be Oscarville. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I think it, I think it was considered more of a village back then and then maybe came into a town. But anyways, uh, the crime was pinned on four... Or I also read five somewhere, but I'm going to stick with four because I got four names. 
four uh, black individuals that lived nearby. Mm-hmm. 16-year-old Ernest Knox, 18-year-old Oscar Daniel, 22-year-old Tressie Daniel, which is a female, and 24-year-old Robert Edwards. So three guys, one girl. Um, you know, this triggered outcry and violence among uh, the white people in the area because they were like, you know, how dare you rape and murder this woman? So white mobs started to form. They stormed the jail cell of 24-year-old Robert Edwards. They shot him, <gasps> drug him out into the street, and hung him from a telephone pole. Oh, my God. What did, Was there any evidence as to these four people being arrested, or was it just, like, someone fucking pointing a finger? There was no evidence. As yeah, probably, fr- like, from the, what? the actual mm-hmm. fucking murderer saying, oh, these four people did it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's on a bullet point a little below, but basically uh, it's widely <laughs> believed that these four individuals were innocent of the crime. Because and so... <laughs> And then, like, oh, my God, the fucking, yeah. When you said the woman's name, I was kind of like, okay, this is obviously uh, going in a wrong direction. Yeah. I mean, not Um, that that's not possible, but it already just sounds fishy. And mm -hmm. I can't imagine. Super, super fishy. So, uh, Ernest and Oscar would be found guilty of the crime, and around 5,000 people attended their hanging. <gasps> Tressie's charges were dismissed. Um, and as I mentioned, it's strongly believed that they were all innocent. So oh the white mobs continued to take their torches and burn down black-owned businesses and churches. Uh, they were lynching people. They were demanding that all black residents vacate and leave forever. Yeah, that's Uh, so fucking godly of y'all. Yeah, so apparently most of them did, I guess. Uh, They left their homes, their crops, their land. um, A lot of their belongings were left behind. Mm -hmm. And these white fucks that ran them out (laughs) pillaged through and took what was left behind of, you know, their belongings, their land... All that shit. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. I I would... Mm. So the area would remain uh, mostly white until it got washed over and became a lake. <laughs> I don't really feel as bad for these people now. <laughs> I know. And um, I didn't, like, write this down, but later, you know, because all of this kind of happened in 1912, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little after that. So when the Great Depression hit, uh, like, ten years later or whatever, eight years later, there was a really bad um, in uh, infestation of the weevil beetles or some kind of beetle that basically Ooh. ate and destroyed cotton crops, which was a lot around the area. And so... Like fifty percent of farms and crops were, or crops were destroyed because of the infestation. That's karma for you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, well, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> I damn. even like started to type in, "That's fucking karma." Yeah, fuck that. That's what you get because then those poor farmers would have had to stay and deal with that. So I guess 
it's like God's fucked up way of saying, hey, I'm going to do some shit to this land. To get <laughs> like, <out."> hey, <laughs> these people are crazy. You're not right. <laughs> uh, so obviously the removal of Cherokees and the ba- banishment of black people from Forsyth County or Oscarville is very important to note because it's said that, you know, aside from the tragic happenings on the land, um, but just going on, you know, the topic of uh, race and inclusion, it's said that even today the area struggles with its inclusivity. So uh, it has gotten... Get over it. Yeah, I mean, it has gotten a little more diverse, you know, since then, but it's still, um, like, not super diverse. (laughs) And, yeah. And what's interesting to note, kind of uh, looking back on the Forsyth County history, is that the Forsyth County newspaper was established in 1908. But records of anything published before 1917 are non-existent. That is sketchy. Yeah. Oh, don't you just fucking hate when people do that to you? <laughs> I want to see all the sketchy newspapers. Come God on. Damn, you know that they're juicy. All of the dirty secrets in that town. Yeah. Oh. Because newspapers uh, back then did mm. not hold back. Holy no. shit. One thing that starting this podcast taught me was that people were fucking wild and back in the day. Like, Hell oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. Like, intimate details. I'm like, bro, the mm-hmm. you know a five-year-old can pick this up and read? I mean, I don't know if five-year-olds could read back then. I'm sure they could. That could happen. Not my stupidity showing. (laughs) So many believe that Lake Lanier is cursed due to its past full of terror and genocide, you know, happening on the land. Uh, Because, quite frankly, Lake Lanier has been home to an outrageous number of strange and unfortunate events. Basically, a lot of deaths, a lot of drownings, boat accidents, you name it. So from 2015 to 2018, there were around 43 lake-related deaths, and there's been 200 since 1994. And I'm going to talk about one little kind of uh, story that is pretty well known, um... To the area, it's kind of considered an urban legend, even though, it, you know, it's a true story, but uh, you'll see. So, in 1958, two women, Delia Parker Young and Susie Roberts, left a dance and they stopped to get gas. They were speeding away from the gas station after getting gas and not paying for it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, they were <laughs> skipping out. <laughs> um They lost control of their vehicle and crashed near the Jerry Jackson Bridge, which is on Lake Lanier. Mm -hmm. They never made it home that night and were considered missing until about 18 months later. Fishermen came across a decomposed and bloated body of a woman on the lake's surface. (gasps) The body had no arms and she was missing two toes. 
she was too decomposed to be identified by the coroners um, or they just like couldn't identify her I guess for many reasons but a lot of the locals just had a gut feeling and they knew it was uh, Delia or Delia sorry because mm-hmm. apparently dozens of people driving along that same bridge after Delia and Susie disappeared, they reported seeing a girl spirit wearing <gasps> a blue dress roaming along the highway. <gasps> the spirit seemed to be lost and a little confused, and she had no hands. <sighs> Unfortunately, Could you imagine being one of those people, I'm sorry, driving? I know. Uh, I'd be like, Sarah, stop the car. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, oh unfortunately, that uh, female body that was recovered uh, would, you know, stay a John Doe because just because pe- people thought or felt that it was Delia or Delia. Sorry, I don't know how to say it. Uh, doesn't mean that it was, and they couldn't they identify her. Like, so, dental records? Nothing? Uh, I don't know. Maybe she, like, hadn't had any work Her done. It was 1958. I don't know how far they were with that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Damn. Um, yeah, I don't know yeah. when they started using that. So, in the 90s, 30 years after the disappearance of Delia and Susie, construction on the Jackson Bridge began. What is it called? Jackson. What did I say? Jackson Johnson. John Jackson Bridge. Um, anyways, construction started on it, and uh, the crew was dredging the bottom of the lake below the bridge, mm-hmm. and that is when they found the wrecked 1954 Ford vehicle that Delia and Susie were last seen in, and inside the vehicle were the skeletal remains of Susie Roberts. They were confirmed by dental records, so they confirmed by dental records in the 90s but hmm. um i'm gonna google it that's gonna be bothering me yeah so a second body was not in the vehicle with Susie, and that is what led them to basically label the jane doe that they had found 30 years prior uh to like relabel her th- those remains as delia parker young Hmm. 1897. Huh. Apparently. From 2015 to 2018, there were 128 boating accidents on Lake Lanier. Hmm. In June of 2020, I'm just going to kind of go over some recent ones just to get an idea of like what kind of shit goes on out there. Uh, In June 2020, two boats crashed, causing a 13-year-old to go missing, and also the death of a 9-year-old. And I'm sorry if I mention any people who go missing or die. Um, I didn't get their names. I think maybe a few I did. I got as much information as I could, but... Mm -hmm. May 9th, 2021, a 23-year-old boater jumped off of a pontoon boat and never resurfaced. (gasps) His body was found 24 hours later. That same day, May 9th, 2021, another boating accident happened when a boat exploded as it was refueling 
on a dock, severely injuring six people. Worst fear. Oh Yeah. On the weekend of May, ni- May 29th, 2019, two men drowned in separate or unrelated instances, but what is common in both of the drownings was that alcohol was not a factor, um, when a lot of times it is in adult drownings. Mm-hmm. June 2019, 28-year-old Corey Brown jumped into the lake to save a distressed friend, but never mm-hmm. resurfaced. Oh. Um, He was presumed dead, and as far as I read, they didn't locate his body. What the hell? Could you imagine someone diving in and them never coming back up, and they had every intention to come back up? Like, what could have possibly happened? There isn't anything in this lake, is there? Like, please don't tell me that there's, like, some fucking shark or some, like, monster, some giant-eating catfish. Well, you'll see. <laughs> in April, Hell no, don't take me to this know. lake. I don't want to go in it. <laughs> you can't make me. Oh, no, no. But, I mean, even, okay, and see, I didn't read about any kind of, there very well can be, like, currents and stuff, but I didn't read about that being a factor. Um, as a matter of fact, a lot of the accidents and deaths and missing persons they're all very unpredictable. Um, besides, they're, you know, like if you notice the lake is heavily trafficked with boats, you could say an accident is more likely to occur maybe. But a lot of the, you know, instances are very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. on April or in April of 2021. A 24-year-old man was swimming kind of like near his boat, but the wind pushed him away from his boat and he went Mm. missing. His body was discovered in July that same year, so a few months later. In May 2021, the body of a 19-year-old was recovered after they had tried swimming across a cove. So, unfortunately, a lot or many go bodies go unrecovered you know people go missing and are presumed dead and uh that's just is what is like crazy to me because imagine just what what is below the surface it's aside from the remains of a underwater ghost town when people go scuba diving down there they don't like fucking just see a graveyard of fucking bodies underneath i mean (laughs) holy shit what the fuck is going on well that is my next little section here Mm -hmm. is i'm going to kind of cover just some of the eerie sightings um that people experience uh you know fishermen apparently will sometimes see ghostly looking kayaks floating on the river or on the Mm -hmm. water sorry Divers have confirmed what lies under the surface of Lake Lanier, uh, you know, aside from the remnants of the underwater ghost town. So Mm. in the murky waters down below, um, you can see sunken boats, random debris like lawn chairs, fishing stuff, obviously, like I said, um, Bridges, the racetrack, stadium. But divers have also 
confirmed or described the outright spooky vibes underwater just like the eerie feeling you get yeah the amount of death and tragedy that has happened on the lake or on the land beforehand um including the number of unrecovered bodies like just imagine the vibe and knowing that like there you're probably swimming in water that has a dead body right now yeah like oh, 100%. Yeah, like multiple, uh, multiple, not just one. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, well, because guess what? Be careful if you decide to go scuba diving at Lake Lanier <gasps> because divers have come across body parts. Oh. No. Diver Buck Buchanan, Buchanan has felt the dead in Lake Lanier. Lanier, sorry. Buchanan. He said... You reach into the dark and you feel an arm or a leg and it doesn't move. That's creepy. <laughs> Sorry, your face. You can't see my face right now, but oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> that's uh, that's, uh, that's yeah. like mildly concerning, sir. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? People, people fucking take a, a joyful stride through the lake. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Oh my god, you 7 to 11 million people are fucking weird. Okay, uh, let's, sorry, continue. Uh, and I'm sure if, it's if divers though. ever come across bodies or body parts, like, I'm sure they follow uh, precaution and maybe alert appropriate authorities about it. So. But, um, yeah, still creepy. So many people believe that the souls of the unclaimed bodies or unrecovered bodies are swimming beneath the surface of Ugh. Lake Lanier. Ugh. Divers have, or there have also been reports from divers of catfish the size of a Volkswagen. <laughs> like, I'm assuming it means a Volkswagen beetle, whatever. Uh. <laughs> no. I don't know how many reports have been made about that or like that's how legit but oh my god (laughs) that's mildly concerning (laughs) just like i know i'm never going to this lake (laughs) Uh uh-uh well because you have other options okay yeah (laughs) i'm like i'm good there's um, lake, I've gone to Lake Lore. I know that that lake is fun, beautiful, and I don't think that there are any dead bodies underneath. Oh, my God. Ugh. Lake Nantahala is also really nice. Sorry. Which one? Lake Nantahala. And oh. that one's on a Indian reservation, too. Oh. Cool. 40 miles west of Lake Lanier is Lake Alatuna. And it gets almost the same amount of visitors each year as Lake Lanier, but it only Mm -hmm. has one-third the amount of deaths. Nice. And who knows, you know, I also read something about Lake Oconee, which I have talked about in one of my previous stories, about how Mm -hmm. it, like, same thing. It gets almost the same amount of visitors each year, but not nearly the same amount of disasters. Something's going on there. I know. Uh Uh-uh. And just to end it with a fun fact, (laughs) sorry, Uh, the show Ozark on Netflix, they filmed scenes on Lake Lanier, so. (laughs) I know. I wonder if anything spooky happened to them while they were filming. That's what I was wondering. That'd be a good episode. Yeah. Well, damn. I, yeah, you've 
fully a thousand percent convinced me that I am never stepping foot on that lake. I don't <laughs> think in my life I can go without doing that. Yeah, I'll be. I'd be fine to maybe go look at it, but I'm not gonna. I'm no, not gonna go in not it. Putting you any kind convince, of lemon there. You can't convince me to jump in that water because how many people have you just said gone missing? doing that way too much for my comfort level what's concerning and obviously um depending on the water level levels um you know that you you, even sorry (laughs) even when it's at its deepest this shit is happening like and they won't allow you to boat and stuff in certain areas or wherever (gasps) if the water levels are low and so Even at at the highest levels, like, it's, like, 200 feet deep, I think, at its highest. Or, you know, mm-hmm. last year was at 200 feet. And it's, like, pretty deep. Yeah. That's <laughs> terrifying. That's genuinely terrifying. I don't like how people just literally jump in and are never seen again. Like, what the fuck? Always wear your life vest, folks. My next bullet point, hashtag wear your life jacket. Yeah, like a life jacket, as dorky as it may be, can really save you sometimes. You just never know when you're going to get tired. In one of the articles, it literally was like, I know life jackets may not be the most comfortable or fashionable, but they're important. (laughs) Yeah, especially if I know I'm going to have a drink that day, life jacket. Mm Because it just... I. I cannot float for the life of me. I don't know what it is about my body shape, but I don't float. So, like, if I want to enjoyably be there, like, I have to have a life jacket on. Yeah, same. I, I have to have a floaty. I just it's know just that I can't work. swim, obviously. So, like, I, I'm okay with having the life jacket on me. Hell yeah. Uh-oh. Okay, guys. Well, cheers to swimming safely. Yes, cheers to uh, wearing your life jacket yeah, and don't go to Lake Lanier if you can yeah. help it. And you know, you the do, locals will tell you, you know, just don't do it. Just Or just, a lot, not all of them, but a lot will. Don't do it, or if you do, wear your life jacket, and also don't drink that water. Just probably best. <sighs> oh, yeah, so until next time, guys, be sure to follow us for all the latest and greatest on Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Good Pods. TikTok, yeah. At R A R W podcast. Yeah, and be sure to send us an email about really anything, anything at all. Red rum and red wine podcast at gmail.com. And, I'll and see happy you. Halloween! <laughs>